Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Hello. I'm here on time. Everything's going very smooth. I didn't say this line earlier, and we didn't have to re-record it. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. All of those things. We're also joined by Mysterious L. My beautiful babies! It's spooky month! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, 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 and in order to just terrify a lot of people, there's a chance that you, the listener, will be able to hear drilling in the distance. Sinister drilling! And that's on purpose, and not just because these people have literally chosen this moment to start their housework. <laughs> I can't hear it, so the listener probably can't hear it. Nice. But... Well, just in case, listener, that drilling is on purpose. I'm in, like, a dentist office or whatever. It's all very spooky. I'm very spooky. The, the spooky L, as we like to call him in October. That's easy. It's, it's, it's his yearly name change from mysterious to spooky. Yeah, you can't spell Halloween without two L's. Exactly right. Yeah. The other one is my deranged killer twin. <laughs> Uh, uh, that that is what it should be. We need to try to get into the uh, horror genre for October. That's like where all the terrible movies try to like salvage themselves by being part of the season of spookiness. Yeah, bro, so- it seems real easy. I have a I have a, I have a friend who's one of those like genuinely into Halloween, like really about that life and just like horror movies in general. And she's willing to swallow a lot of shit just because it's a horror movie. Like she <laughs> Dude, yeah. she watches a lot of stuff that's just like objectively terrible the worst movies ever yeah like you get a thing every once in a while there's a thing that's like so bad that it's charming because they like (laughs) they were obviously trying hard and like it was just you know it's quirky because it was a lot of effort that amounted to not a very good product but there's like like, heart to it (laughs) it's really bad it's not it's it's so bad it's awesome yeah, I mean, I've heard people say that about like the first Sharknado and stuff like that. And I oh guess, yeah, that rocks. But I just think those movies are just like they're just a little too commercially viable for the stuff I'm talking about. I'm talking <laughs> like like Toxic Avenger, you know. Now we're talking, but even that's getting like a big prestige reboot or whatever. So dumb. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, uh, DJ Minimal Effort lives only to talk about the Toxic Avenger, like the greatest <laughs> bit of cinema in, in that man's uh, warped brain. It is. Yeah, because DJ Minimal Effort is like, a, he's like a, talking about he's that a special chap. Well, what's a horror uh, movie you actually like? Oh, there are like a bunch of good ones. I mean, does it have to be a movie I like or does it or can it just be a movie that I appreciate? It doesn't fucking matter, man. Well, because like hereditary, <laughs> so that same person showed me Hereditary. She insisted that I needed to see movie, Hereditary. In my and opinion, Hereditary is a good movie. It's a very good movie with very good performances in it. Uh, but I wouldn't say that I was entertained watching it. So when people ask me if I like it, I'm just like, eh, I respect it a lot. I really appreciate it. <laughs> like, but I was, you know, I didn't really. I came away from that movie thinking about it, but not really feeling entertained by it. Um, and sometimes that's what I want horror to do. You know, I feel like psychological horror movies in general should probably do that. Like you shouldn't come away from Silence of the Lands and just being like, damn, what a, what a neat, what a rollicking time that was, man. I'm fucking just out of my seat the whole way. It was, it's like you, that means that you're too excited for psychological murder stuff. Too excited for it, man. Can't trust that. Big red <laughs> flag right there. You're supposed to come out of it being just like, 
Wow, that was grim and really well executed. Good for them. What a, what a great flick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been running around like Ric Flair afterwards. They're <laughs> <laughs> like whipping away their skin. <laughs> There's a, there was a lot of convoluted stuff about sexuality and identity. And yeah, the guy it was great. And then she shot him in the dark because it was cool. But yeah, so I really liked Hereditary, but because I wasn't entertained by Hereditary, I, I, I still haven't seen Midsommar. It was a lot of people say that Midsommar might be like better. Uh, and like, I know exactly what the movie is and I know exactly what the movie's going to be. So just like, do I need to watch it? I'm willing to give, I'm willing to just give credit on that one. It's just be like, dude, it was great. I bet it was awesome. <laughs> I bet performance is great. I bet it was so well shot. I bet it really made you think at some points, just so good, but I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Live your true self. Don't yeah. watch anything you don't want to yeah. watch. It, it, it was like uh, Breaking Bad. I remember that L had uh, L's take on Breaking Bad was mostly do I just want to just bum myself out for a long period of time because it's a well made show, but it's just like man, I, do I really just want to like be upset? There's no real point to that. Yeah, it never it never started entertaining me. I, that's the show I have given the most number of shots. I've watched the first like the first episode of Breaking Bad. Like no joke, like probably around 10 times and i've seen the next two episodes somewhere between like two and three times each piece but i don't think i've ever seen the fourth episode of breaking bad like it just never gets its hooks into me it was like oh my god timeless classic what an incredible show so good i'm just like i don't know man like it seems fine uh but you know i'm i'm super i love that for you guys i i'm sure it's great i'm giving you the credit 100 percent credit i'm sure it's a timeless classic here you go here's your credit timeless classic credit boom <laughs> immortalized like stamp of approval sight unseen here it is boom i love it that that that's me and curb your enthusiasm i watch episodes of curb absolutely not that show just sucks that show just sucks and the people that like it have bad fucking taste me, that's the way i feel that's the way i feel i just watch it and i'm just like how is this good how can you enjoy this and then i just see people on the internet who are just like oh another incredible episode of curb oh they just crushed it yeah, but Mike, did you know that Larry David was involved with Seinfeld? So how could you not appreciate his humor? Seinfeld was Seinfeld, dude. Oh, right. Have you, heard, have you heard of a little show called Seinfeld, Mike? It's about nothing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> but also about everything. If you get what I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Seinfeld is uh, fine. Uh, yeah. Kirby Enthusiasm sucks. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Takes from L today. Oh, oh dude, my, my my hot takes will keep coming if you let me. We haven't even started talking about it's never funny in Philadelphia, the <laughs> world's most overrated comedy show in the history of all time. Oh but yeah, you know, I'm sure it's great. Timeless classic credit here. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you about it. Danny DeVito, love him. Snap it off. Here you go, Nightman, Enemy of the Day, man. Here's your credit. So funny. <laughs> just just reference it at any moment, whatever you'd like. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, I lived through the Chappelle show. Are you an office guy? You like deadpan humor where they just stare at the camera and they're like, "No, I like Thirty Rock because they wrote jokes into that show. That show was about (laughs) that show was about jokes being delivered by comedians and not just a show where they were just like, "All right, all of you, there's no script. You're in a room together. Act awkward, and you're awkward. And when you're not awkward, you're screaming. Awkward or screaming, and the camera will just sort of walk around and hover over (laughs) you. It's like, okay, no, thank you." Yeah, I think my, my favorite sitcom of all time is 30 Rock. Interesting. Interesting. Never and also seen really love Parks I and rarely watch television. I, I, like I, 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 I do respect what Sonic Seinfeld was doing. Seinfeld was super ahead of its time. 
it's hard to go back and appreciate it now because I wasn't like weekly on it back then, but I get it. You know, it's sort of like Bill Hicks. You're just like, you have to take something out of the time that you're absorbing it, which is now and try to be like 30 years ago. How impressive would this have been? And just be like, well, holy shit. I mean, 30 years ago, that was like vanilla ice was popular. Like this would have been like, holy shit. What is this? You know, so. <laughs> 30 years ago, vanilla ice was explaining how one extra little beat made his song not under pressure. And thusly it was totally okay. So or for like a more in the pocket comparison, it's just like 30 years ago. It was just like, would I, do I want to listen to Andrew Dice Clare? Do I want to listen to Bill Hicks? And then, you know, coming back from it, like if, if you were listening to that guy back then, you must've been like a time traveler. Cause <laughs> nobody fucks with Andrew Dice Clay and everybody pays lip service to Bill Hicks. So. Yeah. Uh, someone brought up that uh, the O in your unbelievable is, is actually from Andrew Dice Clay. That was like a sample of the Dice Man in that song. And I was just like, <laughs> that's what? great. I was like, wow, really? I guess. It's, great, it's not quite as great as everybody discovering that that, uh, that actor from The Man from Uncle was responsible for uh, uh, fucking that Snoop Dogg beat or whatever. It's been going viral on TikTok recently. Man, the, the the you know we usually talk about an assortment of horse shit at the what top the of the fuck show. Y'all talking about, so I was, I'm just kind of like chilling here. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel I, my eyes just like glazing over. I don't know your song references. <laughs> I don't know your yeah, you, you references to you don't know references to, to songs or television. I don't know oh. the. I do know the <laughs> your unbelievable song, but I didn't know any of the names that you were just saying. I'm sorry. I'm, you don't know who I'm Andrew Dice Clay is. Mm-mm. Well, oh then I rest God. my case. Yeah, I mean the Bill Hicks thing. Like people barely knew who he was back then, anyway. But the Dice Man was all over the place. Yeah. Dice Man was playing Madison Square Garden. Yeah, do not do not look at the do not look into the Dice Man. If you were <laughs> no. a listener, that advice goes to you as well. Do not look yeah. into Andrew Dice Clay. No, Andrew Dice Clay was basically the original misogynist piece of shit. That was like the that was his whole act was just going on stage and being like broads. Am I right? In really vulgar terms, he was uh. basically. He was Andrew Tate a million years ago, only just even more ridiculous about it. He was also prototype the Jersey Shore. Like, the way he dressed was, like, jean jacket, like, bandana nonsense. This is stuff that, like, you know, Jersey Shore people, like, just put on top of a body that was actually in shape, uh, like, like 10 or 15 years later, and everybody was into it. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> he was an absolute monster, and I actually saw someone saying that like he was like the proto, uh, like the origin of Donald Trump nowadays. Like started with Andrew Dice Clay and his audience back then. So it was like the fact that out of nowhere we organically got to the Dice Man today was wild because I've been reading way too much about him the last week. Well, our listeners are obviously going to clamor at the bit for more Dice Man content, and they're going to be like, "Hey, you, you you need to you need to make a bonus series about Andrew Dice Clay." And I'll be like, "You know what? Mike Raids really should do that." <laughs> yes, I'll get right on that. <sighs> so, uh, are we ready for the boost yet? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean, Haley looks like a deer trapped in headlights. And, I'm uh, honestly, I'm like, should I go grab my coffee? Like, yeah, oh, just... you, you've already delayed us plenty young lady <laughs> <laughs> you, you, had, you had to just came out of the back of the cyber ninjas elite security van so. <laughs> i'm sorry i was on time everybody it was yeah, yeah, a good morning i'm definitely awake yes we're, we're, we're all bringing our a-game all nothing but 98 mile an <laughs> hour fastballs we're the best yes <laughs> okay playing the boosh pump now it's time for a light sampling of insanity Get ready for the amuse-bouche. All right, first order of bouche business for the week. 
our uh, favorite uh, person whose pants are constantly on fire, Drew Santos, <laughs> is back in the news this week. Mike, why are we talking about uh, the the one whose pants continuously are on fire? Uh, our boy George Santos just got hit with 23 more indictments, uh, most of which stems from him ripping off donors by using their information to like uh, I, I either charge their credit cards or to make accounts in their names and Dude. then spend money with them. So, yeah, our, our boy Santos has decided that like the amount of crimes he did to get into office were not enough. He's going to do more crimes while in office. He's just going whole hog maybe trump will pardon me when he wins in 2024 but whatever absolutely not donald trump who has no fucking idea who this guy is right like (laughs) absolutely not even if they worked together personally in the same room for six years donald trump would not know who this guy is anymore he'd just just say who (laughs) Eh? man what was he buying what was he buying with the credit cards do we know uh i don't think we know but i hope because that was Still, the greatest part about this guy was that he made like a he, he looked like he was making like a, a real go of it as a drag queen in Brazil. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Where's that guy? Yeah. Uh, the charges pertain to fraudulent transactions by Santos, where he stole other people's identities and made charges on his donors' credit cards without their authorization, lying to the Federal Elections Committee, and falsely inflated loans and contributions to create the illusion his campaign had raised more money than it had. So, yeah, he's just doing all the crimey shit. Uh, it is magical that this giant dum-dum is just capable of doing even more than we expected. And really, it's sad in a lot of ways that he's going to go down for really boring white-collar crime when the biggest crime that he committed was when he did that GoFundMe for some guy's dog that was dying and then stole the money. Just like, like, he just hey, loves doing crimes. You just, yeah, you just can't help it. He's just like... <laughs> Like you can, well, I, you can. I, I love like my favorite part of it is like like despite all of this stuff, he's still in the boosh because he's just so transparently guilty. The only reason we're still talking about it is because he's somehow still employed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's because he's so shameless he won't resign, and the Republicans are so gutless and so. They only have a four-seat majority in the House, so they don't want it to go down to three because, spoiler alert, he's in a Democrat district. The moment he uh, leaves office, a Democrat will win the special election, and that will shave their majority down to three seats. So the Republicans need his vote, and he has no shame. So he's leaving only when his term is up, and that's just They're all criminals anyway. They're like, well, he's just kind of doing it a little bit too openly. (laughs) Yes. You know, like, come on, guy, do it like we all do it. Yeah, but it used to be they would have to punish people who were doing it openly yeah. to try to like keep the illusion that politicians are still playing by the same rules as everybody else, uh, no, like going. But re- re- recently, like the Donald Trump was the vampire who's just like, why do we have to hide from these stupid humans? We should just like take over the world or whatever. And then it turns out that it's just like, yeah, if that was an option, it would have happened before, idiot. Like we have to hide because it's way more of it than us. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so he can enjoy uh, many, many, he's going to enjoy many more years in jail than he did in Congress as his mighty two-year term of excellence comes to a close. Um, He was seen in the hallways and press was going after him, asking him out of the new indictments, and he claimed, quote, I don't know what you're talking about, and just walked away, just powered through it. Bold move. Yes. Strong. Um, 
Powerful yes. move. Oh, the, the, he, uh, uh, George Santos, the Giga Chad, as we like to call him around here. Totally. I mean, how how could you be any Chadlier? The Republican Party, all, all men in the Republican Party are just the pinnacle of masculinity. But just look <laughs> at them; it's so transparently obvious. Yeah. yeah. Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump, just absolutely bringing bringing the fucking high team motherfuckers. Certainly yes. don't need to ever Photoshop their head onto a different body because they're already so physically fit and powerful. Yes, all of this is accurate. <laughs> I love it. Like all the Republican, all, all the Republican Party wants somebody with six pack abs that uh, like hates foreigners the way they do, and they will just vote them into office immediately. Like it, again, I'm just t- like once again, my appeal is that the Republican Party in America just stops pretending and you just make it a pageant. Just make it some sort of pageant, and that and then we'll figure out who your candidate is, and then the rest of us will keep trying to like govern with laws and stuff. Donald Trump actually had a speech earlier, I think it was this week or it was late last week, where he declared he has a better body than Joe Biden. He actually said that. He's like, you know, between me and Joe Biden, I'm definitely in better shape. And it's... Did, uh, did he say it with his, uh, by citing his unblemished record of heterosexuality? <laughs> <laughs> if only he had. Oh, God, if only, if only if Donald Trump had cited his unblemished record of heterosexuality. That would have been incredible. I love the idea that he's like checking out Joe Biden. He's like, yeah, Biden ain't ripped like I am. I'm I'm definitely more swole than the current president. <laughs> I mean, fucking prove it then. I yeah, know. yeah. Who, who do we have to talk to to get these two to just settle it in the ring? Right. Yeah. Let, let's, they should uh, fight. That's how we should figure out who's president. They should fight to the death. That'd be funny. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I'm, I I like I like our chances. I like Team Biden's chances in a fist fight with Trump for the for the right to the presidency. You know what? Let's fucking Hunger Games this thing. Just combine it. Everybody that everybody every party that wants a shot has to have it has to throw a pageant, and the pageant determines their candidate, and then the candidates all get together and they fight to the death to determine <laughs> who gets to be the president of the United States. Yes. We should do that. Oh. It's kind of like reverse Hunger, Hunger Games. We make the elites fight to the death. Bro, I'll tell you right and now. If a bunch of them will... kill each other, well, that's just that's just that's just how it goes. You know, it will that's immediately solve our goes in the in the story. Our seventy year old president problem. We're not going to yeah. have any more of those when it comes down to like uh, <laughs> where there's like all right, here's a beauty component, here's a talent component, and then and then there's a fight to the death. Yes. <laughs> I just be like, ah, yes, the twenty-three-year-old the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly as the founders intended. That was and unfortunately, true. the winner will be just incredibly bloodthirsty and probably reign with an iron fist. So, yeah, I like... mean, you know, maybe that's what the country needs. <laughs> <laughs> he just killed a bunch of people, and he signed up for it in the first place, which is a little weird. So. Yeah, oh, I mean, when you talk about when you talk about his policy, I mean, we saw his policy when he ripped that guy's <laughs> spine out of his body. He was just like, "Here's my policy: spine yeah. out." You know, it's like, yeah, you know what? Spine out, motherfucker. Let's go, America. We used to be a spine out kind of country. <laughs> oh God, I just, come and I, take it. It's a spine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> dude. Lave spine. <laughs> we went. We went after the Middle East spine pretty hard after nine eleven. <laughs> Tell you that much. Yeah. We come over that spine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we, democracy. Yeah. Sorry. Did I say spine? I meant we're going to instill some democracy. Forcibly. Democracy, democracy spines. Freedom spines. That's what we're all about. It's time to free your spine. Yes. <laughs> Yo. 
Okay, that's enough talking about uh, the obviously guilty on all accounts George Santos until we get another wave of indictments against him. The Republicans yeah. keep looking the other way on for as long as they have to. Yeah. Uh, and we can move on to something that I don't know anything about. The Freedom Song. <laughs> Haley's hey, very excited about the Freedom Song, though. You yeah. haven't heard the Freedom Song? You haven't heard Michael Flynn's musical debut? I had to explain to you who Andrew Dice Clay was. You can't get mad at me for not having heard this Freedom Song. I'm sorry, you're correct. I am bad at things. You're not bad. I'm just saying that we're, we're equally bad or equally not bad. Take your pick. I just, I, I thought Mike would send it. Mike, have you listened to it? I definitely told you to listen to it. I, li- I listened to it because it was homework, but I wasn't going to torture L with four minutes of that horrible shit. What did so, you think of Michael Flynn's? Four minutes? Haven't these people, don't these people know that TikTok exists? Your song is 90 seconds. The last, like, your song is two minutes, 30 seconds of that is outro. The last, like, 40 seconds is them literally show, introducing every single person that was in the, in the song. Yeah, so the the Freedom Song is basically a right-wing grifter version of We Are the World, which, uh, as Haley has brought up, features Michael Flynn as T-Pain. He is so ridiculously auto-tuned. It is T-Pain. It totally is. Everyone's a little bit T-Pain, but he's extra T-Pain. Oh, he's just all the way. He's just he's just literally, they were asking, Michael Flynn, how T-Pain do you want to be? And he was like, the whole way. All the, the way, 10, whole... 11. Yes, 11. Turn it you, to 11. <laughs> crank it. Uh, my my natural singing voice is absolutely horrifying. Just turn me into a robot. That's what I'm here for. It was so bad. I, they had like one guy who could kind of sing and he carried the boatload. But then when they went to all the other grifters who have name value, oh God, the moment they got on the mic, it was just Robot City. It was just all day, every day, Robot City. It was not even funny. Do you know Jimmy oh, Levy? A... Oh, go ahead. So I was just about to say, we're talking about a horrible novelty song. Later on, we're going to be talking about Israel. Uh, I, I figured it out, guys. The secret clue for our episode this week is Gal Gadot. Gal yes. Gadot is the secret clue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pack it in, boys. It's over. Yeah. I figured it out. Yeah. Hey, uh, apparently she's not being included in the uh, DC reboot. Apparently James Gunn is just like, everybody's out now. We're recasting everyone. So, Did we finally get to the point where we can stop pretending like she's a good actress? Did you that know. happen? I'm like looking. I'm like looking around to see if I'm about to get canceled. Is it? That's is kind it, of I think the point we, of Hollywood. Is like, can we do are it? You pretty? Can we do oh, it? Can we finally? Can we finally just be like, hey, that anyways, first one. You know who Jimmy Levy okay? is? No, 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 Mike. No, no. The ch- the the guy that was the main singer of this. Oh, no, no. He's like one of the MAGA singers, but he's more like religious. He's a interesting guy. He he kind of he's and like yeah. So he was the head of the this song the gym the the we are the world maga version um and it featured like forjadio blow do you know forjadio blow he's the maga rapper okay. that oh, has... yeah. even, even i know about forjadio blow okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 he was in it too um s- singing uh jimmy levy was an american idol guy he was a failed american idol contestant i don't even know how far he made it but he is he and his sister both tried out for American Idol. She's also one of the singers. There's a woman that's also in the music video that is related to them who I don't think she ever sings. I don't think they ever give her like a a, a clip to sing. She, she was like fucking filled out of her mind in that. She was just kind of like sitting there like. 
drugged out kind of looking. She's, um, the, she's the opposite of the Boston's hype man. She's like the freedom singers, <laughs> chill girl. She's yeah. girl just like, stay in the corner and keep everybody chill with you barely breathing and looking like you've OD'd or something in the background. You guys just don't get it. She was channeling like mid two thousands Atlanta energy. Like I think she, she was she channeling the, psychic like, energy. She is. That's the, what the... she is. She's a celebrity psychic. She, oh, was, on, she was just on scissor. They all look like that. Scissor will make anybody look like that. This yeah. lady is like, I read her predictions. The 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 other relative of Jimmy Levy that's in the song who doesn't actually sing. Uh, she just does like she's just like watching, keeping up with the Kardashians, and like I think these two are gonna hook up. And then the next week they do, and she's like, "You guys see, I totally got it right. I <laughs> I am a psychic, I, you know. I, I, sure I mean, tricking people into believing that." Uh, observations of things that are happening around you are predictions from the future is the hallmark of any flim flim psychic. Um, Liz Crokin is in this, Mike. Yeah, that was oh, I, did you oh, like they called her an investigative journalist. Oh, yeah, I love I, I saw Liz. Liz has been t- t- hyping it like Liz, a lot of her timeline is people saying the freedom song is going viral, and it's like, no, it isn't. It actually. This song has nowhere near the Jews, uh, rich men north of Richmond did, or any of that stuff. And they they tried so hard to make it pop, and it just it just absolutely didn't. It absolutely had no pop. Some yeah, of the if guys... you have enough, if you have enough skill, you can make something go viral. But they definitely don't. The the like conservatives, absolutely not. They do not have they do not have the juice to will a thing to go viral. The, when stuff goes viral for them, it's organic because there's like an actual sentiment behind it that mm-hmm. people are like reacting to because you know like it or not even the stupidest person can intuit when they're being like like fucking just sold sold to by a soulless corporations most of the times they're just happy to do it myself included you know what i mean like uh, uh, people are just like don't you know that this and this or whatever is wrong and i'm just like no i i know but like i'm part of the system man like i can only i can only fight against it so much as to function so calm down there was a pussycat doll in this song. You guys remember the pussycat dolls? I thought that yeah. was. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, it's one oh, yeah. the, the I guess when you have the one in five, the lead pussycat doll went solo. Yeah. yeah, the lead pussycat doll was the only one with any talent. And this she is tried not to... the lead. This is no. Jessica Sutta. Anyone ever hear of that name? No. no, no. There was a lot of wash. There was like a bachelorette contestant in there who like had some DWI charges and like uh, illegally carrying weapons charges which i thought was funny there was a pastor that you'll think is cool and funny uh l because we always talk about liquid death this guy kind of went viral because he thinks that liquid death is demonic he's a pastor that talks about liquid death see even the strongest amongst us can be tricked by marketing (laughs) those people are literally just putting water into cans instead of plastic bottles because you can recycle aluminum easier than yeah but it's called liquid death Mm, okay. It does look spooky on the outside. It's a so little spooky. It, ha- it has tricked many people into thinking it's beer. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, a... sure tons of kids have been tricked. <laughs> or an energy drink. Man, I really need something to pet me up. Pop open a can of this not even carbonated water. Just regular Just water. ass can water. Can water. But it's demonic. <laughs> um, there was, we got a mini Carrie Lake. We got another one, folks. There was a. A we woman. Those ponds. Boom, nailed it. <laughs> Carrie puddles. Um, there was a woman that was only introduced as news anchor at OAN, but she used to be a Good Morning Arizona anchor, and she used to also report as an anchor in Tucson. She's like won Emmys here. 
And now she reports her own and sings in the sings in the freedom song. In the freedom song. Okay, so aside from like a soulless co-marketing cash grab thing, uh, to what end did they make this song of freedom? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, what, like, what's like, the like, purpose? Yeah, go- but why? Usually, usually when you get a bunch of quote unquote celebrities together for a thing like this, there's a cause. Money. Uh, th- this was Especially just besides the money. Obviously, right. money. Yes, money's the reason for everything. Freedom. Yeah, the, the, that's the. I think that's the main reason why this song didn't hit or go viral or anything, because it didn't actually have a cause or a like. There wasn't like a thing like saving the children or exposing corruption or anything. It was mostly just a bunch of right wing grifters whining about how they're oppressed and how their oppression oppression won't actually defeat them and they're still going to rise up and be strong mm-hmm. and they're going to get their freedom. Like the opening of the song is the line, you can take all our money. And it's like, who, who's going to take your money? You right wing grifter person who is going to like rob you the evil IRS taxes, the most generic bullshit in the world. The reason why we are the world hit was because you had a lot of stars and they were singing about the kids. We're trying to make the world better for the next generation. And that's like a universal timeless thing that you can go for when you're a bunch of right. And featured real celebrities. Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but, but I mean, even if you like have like hack celebrities and you're just talking about protecting children or saving the environment, just universally boring, good things, you can get some traction when it's just Michael Flynn being like, the government's out to get me and that's a bunch of bullshit. But it's like sounding like a robot saying it. Nobody cares. It's like, fuck you, Michael Flynn. We don't care. This would be like Alex Jones complaining about the globalists with auto tune under it. Like, doesn't matter. That'd be There's... sick. I mean that 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 one song I've heard of uh, him singing about the gay frogs is like a real banger. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yes. <laughs> See that that like if that went viral, I would understand because like like one would assume that the the message behind it was ironic, so that would give me like an emotional thing to connect with, and then I could just be like, ah, oh, goofy novelty song. Yeah, listen to that. <laughs> Right. There's nothing to this. This is a weirdly dumb song that's trying to be earnest by a bunch of very unearnest people just out to make a dollar. So the fact that they don't have an actual message and they're just whining in auto tune and there's a and they're all scum, as Haley has like really pointed out here. There's nobody in this group that a normal person would look at and go, oh, yeah, I like the cut of their jib. I can trust them. They're nobody. Who has DWI charges? You let Forgiato blow babysit your 15 year old daughter or whatever. You'd be totally cool with that. I love Pussycat doll number five. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, we got to talk about this King Bao, though. There's an MMA fighter in it. His name is, his real name is Joel Bauman. He's appeared on Jim Watkins' public show. Um, Who? Sorry, I know who Jim Watkins is, but he just doesn't do anything. So, oh, I'm no. sorry. It's just like I thought that was hilarious. Like, why is this guy on Jim Watkins' show? But he appeared after he gave this like post-win speech where he called out Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like, "Viral video, this Jimmy Kimmel." He's like, "I fight to eradicate childhood malnutrition from the planet," and until they release the Epstein flight logs, uh, you, the mainstream media, and Hollywood, you're all pedophiles to me. Eat a fucking dick. That was what he said. That was his. That was what he said. Is his post speech, and then he his post uh, win interview was with Jim Watkins. I was like, damn, this guy is like, yeah, super pilled. Well, the, the problem is, is that he's the the problem for him is there's a lot of guys that are in the UFC that are in the highest levels of MMA who are also pilled. They're pilled so as fuck. 
So <laughs> when you're a low-level MMA fighter and you're doing that shit, it just doesn't carry the same weight. Like, Jorge Masvidal is one of the biggest MMA fighters around. He just retired recently. And Masvidal was, like, posting, like, the QAnon hashtag. That guy was, like, fucking nuts. And he's cutting – he was cutting campaign ads for DeSantis' re-election in Florida. They had Jorge Masvidal, like, on campaign ads going – like he's like wearing the wearing the octagon, the UFC gloves, throwing little punches at the camera, and he's like, like, like George. He's like he he's just like Ron DeSantis fights for Florida the way I fought in the cage. It's like by losing and getting your ass kicked a lot, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. But wow, burn, sick burn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get you get a bunch of guys on the quest to get high tea together in a room, and you're gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna get a couple of conservative nut bars. He's it's just get the way that's gonna <laughs> yeah, it turns out that there's a weird link between testosterone and a lot of destructive behavior and thinking. It's so weird. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, don't let's listen not talk to the about song, that. anybody. Just no hard pass. It's... The song is dog shit. <laughs> it's bad. Moving on. Uh, yeah, Wait. I wish I had a better, more current song about freedom to direct you to, but uh, I don't, unfortunately. Uh, find, George... your, find your best classic old song yeah. about freedom, George Michael. Freedom. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. take one. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Haley? You don't know what that is. Don't okay. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I forgot uh, who the artist for that song was. I'll, I'll cop to it. That was me who forgot. Like I, I could think of the song very clearly in my head, of course, but I was just like, who did that? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was more yeah. of a I was more of a new kids on the block kid back then because I was living in a house with like sixteen girls at the time. So wow. Was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice. it was very bizarre. I remember very little about my time, uh, my life during that point, and I feel like I should have been old enough to form memories, so I just don't pull on that thread very much. <laughs> I do remember a lot of New Kids on the Block uh, and a lot of uh, Barbie dolls. Very interesting. Anyway, uh, moving on to our last Bush topic and our most Arizona-focused fo- topic of the week. It's so weird how we can manage to get at least one every week, right? Uh, Carrie Lake, running for Senate. However, that. apparently Ballard, not so much, though, according to Mike. Uh, yeah. Of course, I don't know who that is, because why? Yeah. But yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let the two experts oh, talk, talk about this. I'm talking about Tim Ballard like, every week, and you're like, I don't know what this is. No, is this another the, guy that we've talked about repeatedly? Which one is this? It's yeah, the, the, the Sound of Freedom guy. It's the guy that's guy. not. There we go. Okay. See, I, I know them by their deeds. They, they've all... <laughs> I'll I'll handle Ballard. Uh, Haley can handle Lake. Uh, so so Ballard was apparently going to declare his run for the U.S. Senate in Utah this week, but this got derailed because he has been hit by a lawsuit from five women accusing him of sexual misconduct. And in there, uh, shocker! In- no way. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't stifle that one. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can I, I can think of exactly. Level? I can think of exactly one crime he could be guilty of that would be much that would just be a little more on the head. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll, I'm waiting for it to come down the pipeline. Trust and believe. Yeah. So uh, our boy Ballard uh, apparently was paying a psychic to uh, talk to him about what was going to happen to him in his life. Dude, this lady's like a through line in the story. She's the psychic. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the psychic uh, declared that he would eventually uh, become U.S. senator, U.S. president, and then become the Mormon prophet and usher in the second coming of Jesus Christ. So Tim Ballard was literally just going to save the world. Can you imagine how on the hook somebody has to be for you as a flim flam psychic to be taking swings like that? 
Yeah, what's the psychic's name? We should find her. We should find her and be like, "Do you know what you've done?" Like they, they would have to be the most susceptible Rube you've ever encountered. You'd just be like, uh, "I think you're gonna be a senator." And I think you're like, oh the my God, world. I always saw myself a political office. That makes so much sense. But is that what my ambition is? And it's just like, uh, wait a minute. No, I'm getting something else. You're gonna be the president. Congratulations. You're gonna get there. And it's just like, but I feel like I could be doing more. Just like, oh my God, you're gonna be. Uh, Emperor of the First Galactic American Space Fleet? She's huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just... It's oh my just, god, you're gonna be king. You're gonna be the president. Yeah, you're gonna be <laughs> president. Back, baby, and you're him! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole time, he's just like, he's just... like right, I am gonna be president. You're so fucking Rightfully right. through a huge wad of hundreds, <laughs> just counting it out. <laughs> she's like that yeah. works every time she didn't yeah. know what she did just yeah. pilled the wrong man on little does she know she, she's creating an inevitable conflict in the year 2043 <laughs> when all these people show up to the same place in utah to battle it out to see who really is the mormon god king just all the women she's predicted yeah that'd be hilarious that would be funny they're all yeah. just like, I'm destined to be the one. I've trained my whole life for this moment. <laughs> no, I'm the one. I trained my whole life for this moment. <laughs> Where are you, Moroni? <laughs> Show yourself. Show yourself, Moroni. Validate me. Prove that I am your chosen. <laughs> this has already been an incredibly bizarre episode of the show. Yes. But thankfully, this show got what it wanted, which is a reference to Moroni, which is what yep. we need. Put it up on the board. We got that. White <laughs> Claw it. and Moroni. We got them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's our two favorite things. I mean, the two, the two best ways to spruce up your, your summer party. Yes. <laughs> How's that for a marketing opportunity? That'll just be our shirt, Moroni, holding up two White Claws. Or yes. two... Um, I'm picturing the commercial now. It's just one of those like camera panning over like a party of people like hanging out in a backyard by a pool, like you know, various ethnicities. Everyone's representative, but everyone's beautiful. No fat people. Get them out of here. Yeah, gross. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. get out of here. And then uh, all of a sudden, like it's just like the, the, the camera just turns over. And then like everyone's just like Maroni. Maroni's there with two cases of white claw. Just like the two best things you need for a party. Boom. <laughs> Big horrible wings. Fucking eyeballs in them and shit. <laughs> Hey, it's 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 accurate. You have to have the eyeballs and the wings. That's what Moroni looks like. Anyway, Pax is the American Senate race. Yes. Oh, it's really No, we've finished on Ballard's psychosis. So Carrie Lake has jumped in the ring in Arizona. So what do you got for us on that front, Haley? Uh, she's in it, and she's in it to win it. Uh, and, but she's not going to win it. <laughs> and, 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 she, and she got in Gallego's face at the airport. They had a little dust up. Oh, that was so silly. That was so silly. She, they, her team tried to like kind of hype that up a little bit, and then it was like everyone was just like, "You look goofy, lady." I think a lot of people here are just tired of her. I keep like scrolling through comments locally on just like kind of mainstream news, and everyone's like, "Can this bitch go away?" <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't think she's gonna do too well in the actual general, but she'll win the primary. Sheriff Lamb is struggling, man. That that guy is—he's literally—he yeah, was oh, just oh. exposed for taking funds from the commissary at the jail that he, you know, he's a sheriff, uh, and uh, he was using that to buy guns. 
um, which I thought was interesting because he's been having these. I'm not saying it's connected. I'm not saying that these raffles were the guns that he bought dubiously through the commissary, but money. But uh, he has been auctioning off a lot of guns in his like race to be like, hey, I need money. I'm auctioning off this gun. Yeah, sometimes you have extra guns. Let's... Sometimes you just have a fucking ton of guns. Dude, show um, me a crime, you know? No crime, crime here. No, this crime is Arizona. Miscellaneous crimes. Um, he's going to not do well. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the McCain Rep- Republicans are really struggling because they're like, we fucking hate Kerry and we, we don't want Kerry. Some of them like Lamb, but I think they think he's also, they understand he's a little kooky too. If you know him, he's... He's yeah. quite. Well, he's here's my, quite my biggest. Harry Lake pilled similarly. Um, my biggest problem with Lake, like politically, is that the, the people that she's thrown in with are not the. T- it seems like they're very unlikely to tolerate her for too long, because she made her bones being hot, and now she's getting older, and they don't think she's hot anymore. She's doing the milf thing. But <laughs> but, but Republicans don't want milfs. Republicans, I mean, some all men do. I speak as one of them. I have always been a fan of the older woman, still am to this day. She's doing the mom thing. Every speech is like, as a mother of two, she does that that. You can't do that and also do the Trump sycophant thing because Trump does not want a mommy. Trump wants a doll. Trump wants. That's why she's done it. Trump wants a porn star. And. So, like, the rest of her, so she's just like, hey, I am former hot, now Trump sycophant. And I don't think the base is going to care about her for that long because they're just like, well, Trump doesn't care about you because you're not hot anymore. And if you're a sycophant to somebody who doesn't care about you, then why do I care about you? He endorsed her last night yeah, at the, 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 her announcement. or Was it last night or Monday? It, yeah, it was, it was one. It was he one, just one appeared the... by video. He appeared yeah. as, like, a, a Wizard of Oz type figure, just a big head. Yes, on the monitor, it was really bizarre. Yeah, his, um, gi- his giant floating head was behind Carrie Lake, going, "I endorse Carrie Lake for <laughs> Senate." Which one was yes. she again? She yes. just, yeah, she's, she's the annoying one, she, right? She, she used to be a vacuum bitch. Yeah. Okay, she's the, <laughs> she's the one that vacuumed my floor the one time. I liked that. V- vacu- she needs to shut up, though. <laughs> That's literally she, what he probably she said. she vacuumed the carpet. Uh, that was covered. That was on top of dirt. That was the weirdest thing in the world. That, that was she the dustiest you know rally I'd ever been to. And it's like, lady, you're not vacuuming anything. You're not. You're not getting that carpet clean. You know what? It was the moment I've liked her the most, personally. <laughs> but again, I'm I'm one of those guys. <laughs> That's yeah. nice, though. Um, <laughs> she will, unfortunately, get at least the be on the ticket but um oh yeah she's gonna be the nominee gallego will probably win which is very funny because he didn't he would he wouldn't have stand a shot a couple years ago uh you know uh he's they think he's like progressive you know like the republicans think he's like they think he's like aoc too which is very funny because he's very much not he's very much not well, that, that's um, that's the way they treat every Democrat. Every Democrat is this extreme leftist radical who imposes his mm-hmm. weird views on us. That's, he's Latino, so it's like, oh, this guy's, you know, this guy's, this guy's a little intense. He's Latino. Yeah, um, Republicans <laughs> are pretty fast and loose with their labeling. I mean, I st- I'm still not convinced they know what a socialist is. Just yeah, I know they is. call him a socialist all the time. It's very funny. Uh, but 
um you know who they actually hosted the you know who the like mccain type republicans actually hosted their big dinner with like their big um you know campaign yep. Yep. Go dinner for it. like uh <laughs> it, it was chris christie oh thank god <laughs> chris christie's gonna move to arizona i would be the glor- most glorious thing in the world it's Come like on. what a waste of time <laughs> Get so that's who they're putting their money behind is chris christie they had a big fundraiser for him they had a big fancy dinner for chris christie oh my god i hate to cut you off but i just realized we we goofed off for longer than normal i just realized how deep into the episode we are we should probably get to the new segment if we want to answer any questions it was the damn song yeah Yeah, the 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 song of freedom and all of my talk about how i hate sitcoms or whatever anyway (laughs) we, we were all culpable let's move on to the headline news we can do that now then from the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Okay, how can it not lead in the headlines this week? Uh, Israel was attacked by Hamas, operating out of Palestine, of course, and uh, in response has declared full blownsies war on Hamas, and uh, that has uh, suddenly thrown the world into yet another uh, throw of uh, global. Uh, destabilization all of a sudden pretty sweet everybody loves a nice war in the middle east to kick some shit off uh so you know we're, we're obviously going to have to cover it i'm not sure exactly which parts we're going to cover so i'm just going to throw it directly over to mike uh mike what are we discussing in regards to the the israel v hamas war that doesn't have a catchy name yet yeah so the main thing that i was going to get into with this whole ordeal is the fact that back in the good old days when twitter existed and actually let real news sources report things you could kind of trust them to be a voice in social media to have up to the minute breaking news and information about this sort of stuff but then our boy you remember arab spring man yeah yeah so springy so good right so then our boy Elon threw $44 billion at these people, took took the place over, and proceeded to drive it into the fucking ground as hard as he possibly could. So now being on Twitter means you are being subjected to all kinds of disinformation and misinformation about what is going on in the war at all times. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it it's is. The, it's the absolute worst. So while we're dealing with all this bullshit about what's going on, People are frantically trying to find out, like, where where do I go and what do I look at to, in order to get real news? And our boy Elon decided that, um, you know, I'm going to throw a couple names out there. And the, two of the names he threw out there was uh, War Monitor and OSINT Defender. Both of these guys uh, fell for an AI-generated image of the Pentagon being blown up, not not during 9-11, but it was like recently in the last couple of years, there was like talk about bombing that hit the Pentagon. And both of these guys pointed that, posted that there. Uh, War Monitor, uh, when people dug into him, uh, saw that he had a bunch of anti-Semitic comments uh, telling like people like, mind your business, Jew, and other stuff like that. And then uh, beyond the anti-Semitism, War Monitor also had a post where he was like, hey, everybody, if you want to see all the like gruesome casualties and brutal war videos, I'm creating a paid subscriber service so you can look at all that stuff, not on Twitter. So he was creating a gore only fans to try to make some money off of uh, the conflict. And that's cool and normal. Thanks, cool. Elon. Yeah, that, again. 
yeah, that, that's that is who the person who owns this platform should be directing you to to get your news and information. I will say uh, before we get too much deeper into this, for the record, uh, both myself and I'm assuming my co-host recognize that the immeasurable human atrocities happening in the war are more important than the Twitter aspect of war. But the Twitter horseshit and Duncan got Elon is the part where we're qualified to discuss. So we're right. going to do that uh, while touching on the other stuff when appropriate. But uh, yeah, we're we're leading with the we Twitter thing because fuck Elon. We're not we're not yeah. we're not war. We're a comedy show and not a news show, but we do yeah. have to touch up. Uh, I like do think it is interesting day. how it's fueling like just conspiracies at the AZ Mexico border. Like a couple of far right media came to the Arizona, you know Mexico border, like that real American news. Fuck Ben Berkwam or whatever. Um, to just like film brown people down there and be like look hamas is also down here we should kind of do the same thing they're like literally begging for war with mexico so they're kind of like creating these like you know conspiracies down at the border about hamas also being down there um yeah so i mean they're obviously they're obviously the same mexico just fired five thousand rockets into america the other day right and also Mexicans and uh, like Hondurans and Venezuelans are the same thing as Palestinians, correct? Right, exactly. And they're, they're all brown to me, you know. Right, <laughs> I'm a real American. <laughs> well, I was born here. My parents were born here. Their parents were well. You, my parents were born here. There, I, I was born here. That's right. You know, so <laughs> the circle of hate just really hits all the. All, all the points, you know, it's oh, like border conspiracies, yeah, anti-Semitic conspiracies, Islamic, uh, uh, Islamophobic conspiracies. Uh, it's just, it's just been a time on the timeline. You know, yeah, this is a, a life. I'm seeing a lot of fear mongering from people like Laura Loomer and other right wing dipshits who are talking about, hey, the Hamas has their sleeper agents crossing the southern border. They're all in America. They're all waiting for you. Donald Trump Jr. posted uh, something where he said, if you haven't bought an AR-15, you really need to do that now. And it's like, why? What would my AR-15 do to save me from a surprise attack? Like, you, all you, know, the- you, you will sense with your precognition the missile rocketing towards your house then you'll get to your, to the, your roof and with your mighty ar-15 bracka bracka brack boom <laughs> turning away from a dramatic slow motion explosion shot because you are the main character bro and that's yeah. why you need an ar-15 says the guy at the gun counter right and guess what after you buy this ar-15 and blow up that missile you're gonna get very popular and you're gonna become a senator nay president nay mormon prophet (laughs) nay king of all cosmos yes charlie kirk tried to be like oh hamas has the same strategy as black lives matter they're the same thing did you see that post Yeah, it's just like yeah. every right wing grifter is like, here's the group that I hate. I I hate black people. I hate immigrants. They're very, hate they're very this group. bad. Here's how they're connected to this situation and how you know it's just like um, just a, a bunch of brilliant minds speaking right now. It's really yeah. <laughs> just creating this brilliant this little Russian nesting doll of hatred and anger and just finding yeah you just gotta you have your out group which is hamas and now everybody that you also hate gets tied to hamas so the out group becomes more demonized and more vilified because that's your goal Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. anyone 
who shows support for Palestine, note, Palestine does not equal Hamas. Anyone who shows any support for Palestine is then Hamas and is then bad. And that's just how this works, because this is the goal of these people is to create that just dichotomy of if you are not 100 percent against everyone that I'm against, you are a terrorist. That is the goal of this messaging. There's a lot yeah. of like open calls for genocide on the timeline, which is also just like or just yeah. in general, not even the timeline, just just in the open in the ether, which is just like I mean, look, not for nothing. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but you just rip that bandaid off. Whoop, and then no more problems. What is Stein? I don't know what you're talking about over here. It's always been Israel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I just think the people, the people are absolutely insane. People are crazy. People are yeah. like fucking. It, 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 it's always like the same, like, you know, it, this is the same song and dance we've been doing for 60 years or 80 years or whatever with this shit. Like, it's just like. Every time anything like this comes up, a lot of hot hot opinions start flying around. People's tongues just start waggling in their head. And it used to be that that was only contained to the people that you could get with an earshot to. You only grab somebody by the collar and just be like, hey, we should kill everyone in Palestine. That would solve it. And you're just like, okay, bud, calm down. Or yeah, maybe you had access to like a newspaper and they would print your article or whatever. But now, anyone can reach everyone thanks to Twitter and Elon mm-hmm. Musk is the guy who's in charge of that now. And there used to be like filters in place to prevent anybody from like inflaming too hard or spreading too much misinformation. And there were like checks and balances in place. But Elon Musk is riding that fucking rocket into the ground. He can't wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're a blue check mark, you can just lie your ass off about what's going on and get engagement. And then Elon will cut you a check for lying. Like we're now actually actively in a monetizing disinformation on Twitter. The entire system is designed for bad actors to act in bad faith and then be rewarded for it by the guy who owns the platform. It could not be a worse system if you tried. It's like the absolute worst fucking thing that's going on. Like right now I'm living in these two realities where there was an atrocity of some kind that was committed against uh, Israeli children. And in these two separate realities, one side is just claiming that it didn't happen. And another side is claiming that it did happen. And there's no consensus. And because no one actually has information, we can't get the consensus. So it's just like, oh my God, now we're just not going to, we're never going to be able to agree on anything. We're just going to actually live in two different realities in perpetuity from now on. It's going to be great. I think it's more exactly. like 50 realities. <laughs> like no, everybody's lining, living. Though. Huh? Here's the, there is good news. Mm-hmm. It's a sliver of good news, but it is good news. Mm-hmm. This has finally shown such a spotlight on how terrible the former Twitter has become for society and how the, like it's 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 gotten like some big names have chosen this moment to just be like, wow, everyone's talking about how shitty Twitter is. I'm I'm finally I'm out. It's 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 like a good PR move for me to publicly denounce Twitter now. So you've got people who are just like, hey, I'm leaving. Like I had like X million subscribers or whatever. I was doing pretty well here, but like this place sucks now and I hate it, so I'm leaving. And you can find me up blue sky or whatever. Uh, so it is, it's, it's, it's like cold comfort, but it's comfort nonetheless. Like there, there is some headway finally on getting, getting people out, enough people out of Twitter. Please so just allow can... video blue sky, please. 
please. Yeah. Please. I mean, yeah. Or yeah, or and an integrated gift keyboard would be just like aces. Get a good just one. Please. Integrate good gifts. But yeah, anyway, like my, my problems with Blue Sky notwithstanding, it's just like at some point, Twitter will complete its evolution into X, where it will essentially just be the national inquirer of social media platforms where it's just a bunch of fucking right wing cranks like sharing conspiracy theories with each other and that would be dangerous in its own right and i'm not saying that that's going to rule or anything but it is the only thing the only way you could possibly ever make any money out of it which is what elon musk is on paper trying to do yeah elon- unless he's intentionally tanking it for some sort of grand tax write-off or something down the line <laughs> Elon turning X into a slightly more profitable version of Gab is like literally his win condition at this point, which is ridiculous and sad because that's not what he wanted. He wanted to be the big boy that controlled like the social media thing. But he's, I think he's crazy now, but we'll just wait until Joe Rogan's on it. Then boom, everyone's <laughs> going to be like, oh shit, Elon stole, Elon stole Joe Rogan away from Spotify. Now you can only get your Joe Rogan experience on X. <laughs> I can't message people anymore that I don't that they're like limiting DMs now like even more so they already limited it to like 60 a fucking day and now I can't send messages to people that that were not mutuals which is like can you fuck off Elon and then I haven't been able to post well I tried to post some video from our trip Mike and it just wouldn't upload like the site is broken and it sucks I'm mad I'm mad as hell. <laughs> I, 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 I need to reach out and put a d- digital hand on your shoulder, Haley. And it's okay. I actually do like blue sky. Consolation. Pretty chill. Just, that's good because Twitter is only going to get worse. It's, <laughs> it's not going to get any better. Right? It's, yeah. it's going to get worse before it dies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. X when when Twitter became X, it got put right into hospice. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Like. <laughs> It mm-hmm. was a dead man walking as soon as Elon Musk decided he wanted to make some sort of conservative crank utopia. <laughs> yeah. Because all the, all the truly famous people are at some point going to have to be like, uh, no. Yeah. Like, my, my, my PR team who ran my Twitter page told me that there are too many Nazi mentions now. So... I Taylor Swift am leaving your platform or whatever. And that's right. once that once that exodus starts, there's no coming back. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing that's like so funny is you just have all these people. Uh, anyone who posts anything on Twitter who is center to left, every the top fifty replies are all blue check marks calling them a demon or a George Soros funded piece of shit, or accusing them of being transgender or whatever. I mean, you just are creating this echo chamber where anyone who just wants to be like, hey, I'm a non-political pop star. My new album's coming out in two weeks. I hope you all listen. And then everyone's just like, check out this deep fake I made of you. Look at it. There's no longer any moderation, so I used an AI tool to put you into porn. Look at it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I paid for this blue check mark, so you have to see it. You have to scroll for a while to get to a real fan. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna. Oh, it's a lot of just bots. I'm I'm filled with bots right now because I'm not really on there anymore. So all my mentions right now is just like bots. That can't be up. true. Elon hated bots. That was why he bought it. He 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 bought Twitter to get rid of the bots. Remember? I heard he that. Said he said it. Elon said it. He said it. Why isn't he doing it? We loved you, Elon. I just love that. Like, a loser. Fuck that guy. 
almost all my uh, almost all the people that I follow that have like solid uh, solid follower account. If you click on the see more replies, they almost always have one or two porn bots who are like, "Would you smash?" Like, warning nudity. <laughs> and the answer is always yes. Those porn bots are never posting like, "Here's a naked, just obvious uggo." It just like <laughs> no, it, it looks like Toxy from the Toxic Adventure. There we go. Yeah. Reference to that one again. <laughs> Nope, it's always some hot chick who wants you to go to her OnlyFans, and yeah, it's just it's it's so funny, and they and their names are always the same, but like now one letter's changed because like yesterday it was Roxy, this day today it's Rosie, tomorrow it'll be Roxy with two eyes. It's just it just never ends. It's just this endless parade, and you know what? This didn't exist before Elon bought the site. I, I, I didn't have all of my counterpoint. Favorite- there are no bots on Twitter. I mean X, and X is just filled with beautiful, sex positive women. <laughs> yes, who just want you to go to their OnlyFans, and they just want to know if you would smash. Would yes. you smash? <laughs> would you smash? That's totally <laughs> authentic poll. I'm just asking. It's I need market. It's market testing. Would you smash? Yes. <laughs> so ridiculous it's so weird the feedback is in and we're doing great 100 percent, yes so yeah. weird yeah <laughs> so, so, yeah so strange that uh desperate lonely men on twitter see an attractive woman and like yes i would i would smash would, would that were that an option yes so i'm totally in favor of it um so beyond all of just the general x problems with this shit we also have uh, the world of QAnon and how they're reacting to what's going on in Israel. And QAnon's reaction to this is basically that it's an inside job, that this is the new 9-11. But instead of Mossad hitting America, Mossad hit themselves. And that the deep state had made a decision that we, as Americans in the world, we kind of, we, we, gave up on Ukraine. We figured out that you, that everyone was lying to us about Ukraine. How are they were lying to us about Ukraine? We're not going to explain that, but you just have to accept it. Everyone wised up to Ukraine being bullshit. And now that everyone figured out Ukraine was bullshit, the deep state had Palestine attack Israel, AKA Israel attacked Israel. And now they're keeping all that war money flowing through. Like Congress is going to like approve like twenty trillion dollars for Israel, and the deep state's going to get its war grift going, and ah, bah, bah, and they're probably going to fund Ukraine with Israel and all this. Even on just trying to make make understanding of the military industrial complex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, like, again, I kind of like, get it, but like, I don't get it. They're, so, they're the case of that they get so, they they get so close to the point and they just veer off and like they they take just like a wild <laughs> they arrow a and lot, like just, yeah you kind of like see they, what they're doing <laughs> you you can kind of you're just like oh my god they're about to make like like they get so close to talking about making a good like getting to, to like a good socialist you point. don't have to hand it to them but there are <laughs> points in there I, there I, are... uh, oh i'm not handing them shit they get close to the line i'm just kidding I'm the just other mean. team uh <laughs> But yeah, God, they're just they're just so dumb in that way. I just love it. It's it's another way they're just immune to hypocrisy or whatever. So it, like anything's a win, and if you say otherwise, you're wrong. Uh, so this is obviously a big win for them because now everybody's not thinking about Ukraine anymore. Mike, uh, your mind is the- so brilliant. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> you're really secret. You, you, you know, I hadn't actually thought about it very much until we were recording this. But big loser in this is Ukraine. 
Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the big loser is the people getting killed currently in the conflict. But the people who like, are about to be genocided, probably. Yeah, but but the 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 next loser is the 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 folks in Ukraine who are also in the process of fighting off their genocide or whatever, uh, because. Uh, it's going to be hard for Ukraine to get a headline for a while while this is going on. And in on top of the fact, Man, at that, least you know, two weeks, you know, I'm just kidding. We, we're already, uh, already like cutting their funding and shit because our, our government can't get its act together. So it's just like, you know, don't worry, don't worry, Ukraine. I haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Illuminati bot posted a thing where it was like masks followed by Ukraine, followed by Israel, because that's, like and I, I I made fun of it, but and so is everybody else. It's just this thing where these the right wing conspiracy theorists just think that the news in linear time is a plot to trick us. That we sheeple need a new current thing to invest in, and it's like no, it's just news. It's just how news happens. There is usually a current thing going on, and if nothing else like takes its place, that remains the current thing for a time. That's just life you fucking morons I well mean, mike the alternative is that after thousands of years of evolving society we haven't gotten our shit together to the point where there's not some new horrible thing happening every week that can get covered by the news and that certainly can't be true oh, we've had a long time to figure out civilization and it's perfect so <laughs> there is no way that there's some horrible atrocity happening probably at any given moment on the planet of the earth that's not that's, you can't do that that would that would be crazy yeah. It'll boggle the mind to think about that. <laughs> exactly. That would make you question a lot of stuff about your moral character and where your funds go, specifically your tax money. And if you thought about that, it might make you too liberal. So we don't think, <laughs> we think about how great war is because jets look cool. <laughs> yeah. And it makes you tough. Oh, God. It does make you look tough. And you got to be tough. Oh. We are weakness the is a sign of weakness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've always said that. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So now this whole thing and and the other thing that QAnon loves to talk about in this thing is how this is a distraction to divide us, mostly because of the fact that guess what? A lot of people had very strong opinions about Israel and Palestine before this happened. And those opinions are going to come out while this is happening. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry, everybody. But that's the way it's going to be. And the idea that the deep state's causing this division and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know, that's what we call religion. That's what we call all the in-group and the out-group. And it's been going on in humanity since we started being like a civil, since we started building cities and stuff. Once we started domesticating animals and growing crops, there was me and my animals and my crops. And then there was you and your animals and your crops. And you were bad and I was good. And then we threw in religion and you had a big scary guy in the sky and so did I. And one of us had to have a stronger guy in the sky. So we had to tussle to determine who that was. This is just humanity. It's not George Soros. It's not Bill Gates. It's not the American military industrial complex. This is just shit that's been going on for forever. But QAnon are the guys who are able to see through it all and they know what's really going on. And it's like, no, you, you're really not. You're just the same bunch of chuckle fucks everybody else is. You're just mad that your boy isn't the president right now. And 
oh man, I saw like one post where they were like, world wars are raging everywhere. Imagine this, Trump wins in 2024 and then immediately peace is declared everywhere. Wouldn't that trigger the Great Awakening? And it's like, yeah, if that fucking happened. But uh, spoiler alert, Donald Trump winning the election is not going to make peace happen everywhere. When he gets to the office, peace won't happen everywhere. He's not this. He's not the king of Earth as much as you wish. Oh, yeah. You know that Donald Trump with a wave of his hand is going to solve that fucking thousands of years of religious <laughs> conflict. Yeah, the Israelis and the Palestinians are just like, oh, shit, Trump's coming over. We better better get our house in order. Oh, no. Like. And, and it's then, like, all right, motherfucker, who gets the mosque slash temple on the mount? <laughs> so with your big plan, just tell us. Just give us a little yeah. sneaky peek. Who gets it? Let, let's see how they feel about it leading up to your big decision. <laughs> and then some Palestinians like, Has, wasn't Trump president for four years already? That's almost like, shut up, shut up. He was laying <laughs> the groundwork for his Omni Peace plan. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like, I, I, needed, I needed four years of development time, and then I needed to get the second presidency, so then, and only then I could announce my parallel Earth machine. That's <laughs> right. We invented a machine that will create a parallel Earth, but with no people on it, and we can populate it however we want. All new borders. I'll, I'll do everything. Everybody gets their own thing. Far away from everybody. So good. I'm Donald Trump. Enjoy my American <laughs> presidency. I have the authority to do all of this. <laughs> Yeah, the military-industrial complex was actually geoforming Earth two behind our back. That's what that's what's going on now. That's what Space Force is doing. That's the ultimate white hat plan. We all just get to we we get to take a mulligan on this planet and start on a new one. It'll be great. It's gonna work out incredible. Yeah, the second planet's gonna be great, and for whatever reason, its climate's gonna be really different because there's not gonna be a bunch of like buildings on it already. And people are gonna be very confused. Yeah, like, what's going on? Why is it? Why the why? What's this? Is my Earth? <laughs> And then no, that's what they'll go to war over. Because yeah. they, they would just... Parallel Earth would immediately find a way to go to war with regular Earth. <laughs> yes. Be like, we want to be Earth One. It's like, but there's like historical precedent that you're not. They're like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we, we've always been at war with Parallel Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since time immemorial. Yes. <laughs> that's why it's just like, every time that NASA's just like, hey, we have an aliens announcement. I'm just like... Is it finally, hey, we found aliens that in theory could attack and kill Earth? <laughs> because that is the only news we could use. Because that might be the one and only thing that could get rid of some amount of global conflict on Earth. Is us uniting to kill aliens. <laughs> the day we finally, we finally unite to fight the squid, that is the day we're looking for. I mean, that's it. So until NASA tells us the squid is coming, we don't care. Ozymandias was right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your reference, nerds. All right, yeah. so we want to do some uh, some mailbag uh, to to keep it a little light and fluffy here going out. That does sound like a plan. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Eric Craves Brains says, it's been a week since the emergency alert system test. How are you guys adjusting to your new lives as zombies? Tired as usual. I lost my sense of smell, weirdly. But I was assured, I was, I, they, they assured me that that was only a symptom of the test and it could be nothing else. So I continued my normal business and breathed on a lot of people. It was great. Yes. <laughs> 
breathed on people, coughed on them, licked a bunch of doorknobs, you know, all that good stuff. Fuck uh, the doorknobs, straight to the source, just licked a bunch of people. Did we like, edit oh, out my stream? Did we just did we just leave our screams in? We, we left our screams in. Our okay, screams cool. Were, so we have no more screams. listeners. <laughs> no, we have no. We have no. We have. We have, we have Eric. Eric. Eric Thanks, Eric. We love Eric. Eric, Eric. <laughs> boom! Our, our the, 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 this one's for you, Lassus, last last listener. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I posted it. I, I, the title of the episode. I stated that the emergency test happened in the middle of the plot. <laughs> I did make it clear that we were going to be turned into zombies. At content some point. warning: We screamed. I screamed. Yes, love. Yes. <laughs> content. Yeah, c- c- content warning: uh, Don't drag me into your horse shit. I was fine. <laughs> in fact, my my my, my, my came in late. Mike, yeah, I was like properly yeah. prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. L got the L got the two twenty. Me, me and Haley got the two eighteen. Yeah, got that was the... horseshit. Oh yeah, and, and, and QAnon immediately ran to Q drop uh, two eighteen, and then they ran the, and then that wasn't that, that wasn't saucy enough. So they ran the, the military time did the Q drop fourteen eighteen, and then they tried to find some sauce there. It was great, and then Just, they squared it, and then they yeah, and then they divided that. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, 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 well, if if like if, if the number you get is wrong, think mirror. Just reverse the number. So if if Q drop two eighteen is not good enough, try Q drop eight hundred and twelve. I mean, oh like, right, Alice and Wonderland. I remember. Yes. Um, I'm uh, I'm enjoying my life as a zombie because it means I no longer have to care about things like sports ball. That means when I watch the Patriots lose 500 nothing every fucking week, no longer does it hurt my soul because I don't have one because I'm a zombie. So yeah, man. The as a former Patriots fan myself, the Patriots are dead to us. It's time to (laughs) do like you know go to greener pastures i lived in kansas city for a while so thankfully yes. i get to root for the chiefs i just oh. get to i just get to slide right back <laughs> yeah. into the besties yeah <laughs> hey i lived i lived in vegas for five years so every time the bruins fucking gag away a playoff series i get to be a golden knights fan so boom steal yeah. the cup yeah we it's, just, it. it's just us us homer simpson like disappearing into the bush and then re-emerging with new sports gear on yes <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What a what a bunch of fair weather bitches we are. But you know what? Uh, go Chiefs. And, yes. Uh, the Patriots, you were dead to me. Yep. Patriots, you you were dead to me between the the the, the like the years of nineteen ninety seven and whenever Drew Bledsoe almost died, and you'll be dead to me until you fix that shit again. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That's how this works. Uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Spencer Watson asks, do you think the prevalence of reality denying ideologies is more related to the ease with which grifters can inspire fear on the Internet or to a greater decline in public trust due to greater public knowledge of the failings of institutions and government officials? Wow, this is way this. You're asking you're asking too much of us at this time of the day. Sir, please send your dissertation to my email. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just wait. Wait to wait to provide us a question. Just get you dunked on immediately. Um, no. I'm not going to do your homework, sir. But I will. I'm just kidding. I will do your homework if you email me. I'm not going to. I can't. My brain processing. I was late, sir, to this episode. My brain processing power is not. Yeah. Up to snuff for this question. I ba- I, I barely processed it. I'm sorry. Haley. Haley was not paying enough attention to the question to know what it actually <laughs> even was. True. No. What I really think is going on is that fear is a very powerful way to sell things to an audience. And I have noticed a lot of QAnon and right-wing grifters recently, like especially during this whole time with uh, after the attack in Palestine, 
all these guys are like, oh, look, this is what they're going to do. Now that they got Israel going, this is how they're going to fund their war machine. This is how they're going to do X. This is how they're going to do Y. This is how they're going to do Z. This is how they're going to manipulate us. This is how they're going to do all this shit to manufacture consent. And you read all these posts from all these people, and most of the people that I follow believe in QAnon. And it's weird because Donald Trump has just magically vanished away. Uh, Q has vanished away. The heroes of the story have just melted into the background. It's all fear porn. It's all evil. It's all deep state. The bad guys are doing bad things and they're running this shit and it sucks. And that kind of operation is really what triggers like the, the fight or flight mechanic, that fear response that gets people going. And once you've gotten people nice and scared and riled up, then you start doling out a little bit of hope. Then you start reminding people that maybe Donald Trump can come in and fix this mess. Maybe Donald Trump can save this shit because you need a little hope. You need a little carrot after you've hit him with the stick a bunch. So you, 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 like basically you use the stick a lot and then you dangle the carrot for a little bit. Then you pull the carrot away again, go back to the stick and keep doing that. And you just keep people on this. I've, I've talked about it. It's like the, the QAnon treadmill. It's the hamster wheel of fear uh, hope, disappointment, and then back to fear. And you just keep people running on that wheel and you keep them not thinking more than like two weeks into the future, keep them scared, keep them nervous, then lie to them a little about how something might turn, turn this shit around. And then it never does turn this shit around and on and on and on. And I, I really, that I think is the main driver. Our, like our being concerned about the failings of our government well, Republicans are working hard to improve, make that a reality. They're literally part of the system right now where we don't have a speaker. We don't have a House of Representatives. We, they literally can't vote on any funding bills for Ukraine or Israel or anything until they actually fix their own shit, which they don't seem capable of. So I think it's the former more than the latter. But there are people who are working hard to make sure that you notice, oh, yeah, by the way, the government sucks and it can't work because Republicans can't govern. So it's just it's great all around it's absolutely fantastic all around well there we go i don't think i have anything more eloquent to add than that i mean mike is the closest thing we have to like a like a conspiracy theory expert on the podcast yeah i would just uh you know i could, th- I could throw out a wacky uh pop culture trick just be like eh, uh, people are inclined to believe about a different reality than the one they live in because uh multiverses are hot they're hot 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 you know yes <laughs> This is one of those situations. Their conspiracies, their their conspiracies are already going through the fan fiction verse metamorphosis. I don't know if you guys are super familiar with this, but so what's happening is that there's this fan fiction going on. In this case, it's QAnon, and they're pulling in franchises from other stuff because they're not making any money off of it technically, so they could just steal from whatever fucking thing they want. So, and then over the course of doing that, at some point, you get enough eyes on this verse that's created because it's a fucking soup of a bunch of stuff that nerds like that uh it becomes more popular than a lot of the individual stuff that it's from so then you get fans that are fans of a character or fans of an aspect of a cult of this kind or conspiracy theory in this case uh who they've come to it from the verse like they only know it through that filter like oh shit you're telling me jfk is still alive what that is wild but I, I never would have gotten there if I had never heard about these these Kennedys that you speak of through the QAnon verse. And the internet is doing that to a lot of media. In fact, the internet is doing the internet and fucking uh, you know franchise culture and shit is doing that to a lot of media across the board. 
but I'm sure you don't need me to tell you any more about that. Oh no, Homelander's Home the good guy, right? Ellipsis. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, dude, there are a bunch of people who obviously, unironically, think that Homelander is the good guy in that show. I don't even yeah. watch the fucking show, and I know that that guy is not the fucking good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've picked up enough from memes to get that he is not the fucking good guy. Like what? I love, well, so the, like the I thing is, is analysis the people that suck in that show are the people that think he's the good guy and the show is about presenting to us the fact that they're wrong for thinking that he's great but then there's obviously a sense of like there's obviously a segment of viewers that will see the version that is presented that is supposed to instill in us repugnancy because he's just like this guy threw a rock at me i blew his fucking head off of my laser vision <laughs> and they're like fuck yeah man that guy why throw a rock, you know? It's just like, all right, <laughs> fair enough. There's, you're just not going to be able to make a show for that person unless, like, that's what that's who the Punisher's for, you know? It's just like, you you crossed me. Now you and everyone you know and everyone you'll ever know and everyone that's ever been is going to die. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, finally in the mailbag, Snorlax CPAP asks, with the QAnon grifter singing the We Are the World version of uh, with Flynn and Laura's Alley Cat Screech of Won't Back Down. Oh yeah, Laura Trump did the Won't Back Down auto-tuned horrible mute song also. <laughs> um, when is the pod going to jump on the music trend? What song will Hell World cover? We're jumping on the music trend immediately, actually. We're <laughs> going to have like a big... You know, like, uh, we're just going to do remakes of every song that has hell in it, like Bad Out of Hell, Meatloaf, um, Hell's Bells, but it'll be Bad Out of Hell World. <laughs> and Hell World's you know? Bells. Yeah. <laughs> hell World Bells. That 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 really... I like really this idea because it really just takes like a little bit of audio editing. We, we just yep. get the original <laughs> yep. song, and then when it gets to that part, we just crudely splice in us going, World. And then that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh come on! Oh come on! L's gonna set a pipes on him. You you can like you can much like the freedom song. You can do eighty percent of the heavy lifting, and then me and Haley can come in aggressively auto tuned for like our tiny bits. Me and yep. Haley can me me and Haley can sound like Mister and Mrs. Robot as we uh, attempt to t pain our way through the tiny things that L thinks we could maybe barely handle. We need to do it. We need to do something K-pop. Because K-pop, K-pop is in, and most K-pop songs have a dumb rap breakdown for one or more of us to do. And who doesn't love a nice Caucasian person rap breakdown? Yes. That's It'll really appeal to that same base. I mean, look at Forgiato Blow. He's white, right? I think. It's hard to tell. He's got a billion face tattoos. <laughs> but obviously, you want that guy talking about, you know, he's just like, yeah, I just don't think they should be talking about funny stuff in my kid's school, you know? And he's got face tattoos. And uh, he's got like some like big like you know big fake titted like lady just being like I'm gonna suck your dick. He's like yeah you could do that later. And he's just like anyway yeah I'm just saying I think that Jesus Christ is Lord or whatever. All right I gotta go do white rap. See ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sick white rap for Trump. Good stuff. You're you're making yeah. you're making a lot of people with a lot of talent look real dumb by comparison. You dickhead. <laughs> That's one of the, that's one of the, I love that, what you just brought up, is the whole thing where these people are like, Christ is king, Trump 2024, and it's just, you, there could not be a more unreligious, unchristian man on this earth than Donald Trump, and yet this is the guy you're photoshopping with Jesus all the time, and I even see QAnon people, like, bring it up, but they defend, they defend it preemptively, and they're like, God gives imperfect men jobs, and they just like, oh yeah, like, imp- yeah. I just, I, I'm just imagining God 
almighty God being like, man, who can save America right now? Oh, like my only option's Trump. Fuck, gotta go with Trump here. Couldn't have found anybody else. He was the only guy I could pick out of the out of the hat for the job of saving the world. So. Well, yeah, you just you just went for the most physically fit guy. You, yes, you, you picked him. You picked him out easily in the lineup because he's like six four and like two hundred thirty pounds of pure muscle or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely small. Uh, it's and, and, and boy, oh, what's he doing? He's lifted up his shirt and oh, he's got Chinese soldier abs. It's <laughs> yes. over. He's got the Chinese ten pack. It's the return of the Chinese ten pack. My yes. God, you, they, 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 they have, they, there hasn't been anybody that physically fit in, in this podcast in a while. Yep. <laughs> One Adonis. Yes. Oh, man. So uh, I don't really have any songs to cover because anything that I covered would be destroyed. Cowboys from Poe World. Cowboys from... <laughs> <laughs> but 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 that, that that lazy route was your thing. I'm giving him a song. I'm helping us all out. I if, sorry, if, if I'm I sorry for helping. <laughs> I just I, I, honestly, I think Mike Rains only knows like 30 song titles. They're all garbage tracks, and he doesn't want to ruin any of them. <laughs> Is there any garbage tracks about hell? Uh, there's. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about religion. I don't think there's anything directly about hell itself. Um, which wow, when the... fucking fail us in our moment of deep garbage. <laughs> Yeah, we're calling you out, Shirley Manson. As yes. of this moment, the podcast wants nothing to do with you. <laughs> and also, Mike Rand specifically uh, hates your guts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of these things are accurate and true. Oh man. Oh, okay, um, don't, don't, don't worry, buddy. You don't need to come up with a song. We're done. You know, we, we, you, you just you can just take us out. You can start taking us out, Chief. No, <laughs> what I was going to say is, uh, what's our last question? Is what are you guys looking forward to? Well, yeah, that's why I've been taking this out. Our, okay, our, our yeah. final question of the week. This gets it. This yep. gets us into us for our, our familiar routine. Yes. Ah, oh, man. But the thing I looked forward to every week is talking about Haley for not having anything. Okay, you said you've got something this week. Why don't you lead? Uh, I it's Friday the thirteenth this weekend or this this Friday. Uh, so I, uh, I'm gonna get a crappy tattoo. Probably, I'm gonna go try to find one of those. Friday the thirteenth. Friday. What date is that? It's um, I think the thirteenth. Um, I hear it's a Friday. Yes. Um, I'm gonna get one of those like crappy tattoos that they, you know, they're like, oh, thirteen dollar tattoos. Get that's, a- that's funny because Sarge, I believe, does that every year. So really? I've never done to, it. Shout out to Sarge, who I know has done it at least multiple times. Maybe not every year, but I, he's definitely done it a, a few times with friends. So I just want a crappy tattoo. You know, just some, something crappy. Just give me anything. Hey, it's a good day for it. They're, they're usually cranking them out at a reduced rate. Actually, the, the, the local shop down the street from me is actually doing a Friday the 13th special. Uh, I may not be partaking because I do not have any tattoos. And when I decide to get one, I think my first one is obligated to me by the power of friendship to my friend who's a tattoo artist. <laughs> All right. I remember that. I, I remember your sacred oath that you made there. Yes. Uh, well, rock on. I, I hope you'll, uh, you'll send us a picture of whatever crappy tattoo you get on Friday the 13th. Once it heals and isn't covered in like actual viscera and gore. <laughs> you very flesh peeling away. Uh, I am, uh, speaking of flesh peeling away, I am excited for my sense of smell and taste to be gradually returning so I can eat the delicious flesh of many a thing. Uh, as I said, uh, when we were discussing this earlier, I slammed a nice big steak and cheese. Uh, to inaugurate my sense of smell returning, and that trend is going to continue on my day off. 
uh, which I will be celebrating after I'm done recording. Uh, I'm going to get gluttonous on purpose and uh, play some video games. It's going to be great. Just a nice, simple being a fat, fatty, fat, fat. Love it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that uh, hockey has returned. So, again, I get to bandwagon my Las Vegas Golden Knights, who just raised the banner for winning uh, the Stanley Cup last year. They well, literally... Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't care if they're the defended champs. you you got to be on team, team the Bruins until, until <laughs> they have proven to be failures, right? You do still have a home team, mate. Oh, fine. I'll pretend to be on the Bruins bandwagon, but they're supposed to go off a cliff this year anyway, so we'll see. But they haven't yet. You have to give them the opportunity. I, I, I gave the Patriots a couple of years. I was restructure. Yes, do it. I mean, you're, <laughs> you you lost a legend. You've earned a couple of years. Now they have earned nothing. They are, no, they are no, worthless. No. No, they're all worthless. Yes. <laughs> but So I uh, got hockey to look forward to. I always give Haley shit for her Arizona sports ball teams being terrible. But I have to uh, I, I have to eat my words because at this moment, your uh, baseball team, which has been uh, actually not a real sport, as Elle would immediately scold me for if I did bring that up. But your baseball Thank team, you. your baseball team is about to upset uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers in the playoffs, which would be awesome because uh, fuck the Dodgers. They're dumb and awful and they spend a hundred trillion dollars every year trying to win the World Series and fail Our at baseball it. team, you say, is doing yes. good? The Diamondbacks? Yes. yes, the Diamondbacks are up 2-0 in their series. And if they win one more game, they win the series against the this Los is Angeles the World Dodgers. Series? No, it's a, oh. it's a lesser it's a lesser series. You you are, you still have many rungs to go to win it's, the it's title. It's the climb to the series of the world for yes. your baseball activity club. I was wondering so why I was exciting. seeing Diamondback colors everywhere. There was yeah. like some like Mexican bakery that was like, we're selling the the vintage colors, the purple and teal. Right. Conchas. And I was like, what's going on? Something's happening. Yeah. Usually you, when like people start getting too hype, I'm like, something's going on, sports world. Right. <laughs> uh your your Diamondbacks ha- are playing tonight, and if they have to, they have they have two tries. They have, they have, technically have three tries, but they're playing tonight and tomorrow in Arizona with a chance to eliminate the Dodgers to advance closer to the series of the world, as you so described it. The so, coaches look good. Yeah, so that oh, that's cool. So uh, good, good luck on that. Uh, the Dodgers are awful, and I hate them. So seeing them lose would make me laugh, especially because literally I've spent like Haley's entire duration on this podcast giving her shit about her sports ball teams, and then immediately an Arizona team rises out of the muck and starts dominating while every Boston sports ball team is dog shit. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Haley was obviously seething with rage over the fact that her precious sports teams that she is super invested in. Obviously, you could just tell by looking at her and all. Of her sports accoutrement mm-hmm. uh, yes. she, she loves sports and you can just tell <laughs> i'm super in the sports <laughs> yes i'm so in the sports i am i am like maybe three four percent into sports it's it's a very low percentage i know very little about sports i like you know what my favorite thing about sports is is that sometimes when a team wins like a big game people go so hype they just destroy city they're like oh, the cars vi- over. victory destruction yeah i love victory destruction i think it's really funny and we got we got a lot of that in the new england area uh when people the, climb poles and they jump off of it into the crowd like the red sox reverse i like the curse that energy the same year that the patriots won the super bowl right i remember a lot of lots of rioting happening around then victory riots victory yes. destroy yeah, your fun. local stuff yeah i anyway. love crime yep 
I yes. love who doesn't love crime. I love uh, happy crime. You know, just people celebrating too hard. You know, it's just like for legal reasons. The show does not endorse. I crime. don't. I was kidding. That was what we call a joke. You yeah, we, we, we really joke about loving crime. Yes. Um. D- so, don't send us any counterfeit money. I mean, what, what's so? It's like, oh, what? You guys gonna get mad that I I like seeing a guy climb up a pole and jump off of it in a ceremonial dive after his team wins? It's fun. Oh, I was thinking about fun. the. I was thinking about the victory flipping of a police car that lighting on a fire. That's, That's what I think also of when I think of the riots. Pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, hey, I I could not speak to how fun that is because I've never done it. You know, me no, me neither. I can't speak to the fun of it. So it's, we it's, will it's not. It's on the bucket list. I will say that it, it is it it's is fun to look, it is it is fun to look at stuff on fire. You know, like, that's just <laughs> that's just a primal human experience. When you see something on fire, you're like, yeah, I love talking bad. about sports and yes. fire. That's <laughs> a good that's a good note for us to take to take off on. So let's strap on our uh, ice skates, I guess, and skate. <laughs> Skate out of hell world in the spirit of NHL hockey stuff uh, for the week. Thank you, the listeners, so much for supporting the show with your precious ears. You can support the show even harder and still for free by giving us a five-star review wherever uh, you get your podcast from. If you have money and you'd like to donate it to the show, you can do so by way of Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. A donation of $5 or more per month gets you access to our whole slate of back catalogs. I'm sure you've heard this spiel on other podcasts before. You give us cash and we give you more content. And you can uh, get that transaction going at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we understand you can do a lot of good with it in a lot of places, supporting the good side of whatever conflict is happening geopolitically at the moment. Uh, but if you want a specific direction to point it to that has no uh, outside of the United States political ramifications, you can do so by giving it to loverun46.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, a thing that sucks globally. Across the board, we don't like it, and that is no joke. Thank you, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. We invoked uh, his powerful name earlier because we were speaking about his precious Toxic Avenger. Uh, no social media for DJ Minimal Effort because he is more evolved than the rest of us. You can find the show, at least for the time being, because, uh, you know, we have to maintain our our base, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Uh, for the time being, you can still find the show on Twitter slash X at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. Uh, you can find uh, Mike Rains on Twitter slash X at uh, Poker Politics. You can find me, the Mysterious L, on Blue Sky at the Mysterious L and Haley on Blue Sky at Arizona Right Watch. Uh, so for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, and it's my season because I get to do this voice. But joined as always by my co-hosts, uh, Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Reigns. Good speed, Patriots! Spooky. Spooky.